I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to episode 95 of the Pulitzer winning Gridiron Gab Fest with Bill Belmont and the Registered Sports Offenders. <laughs> I am Bill Belmont uh, and uh, my Registered Offenders are uh, on the hotline. Um, let's start with John. Hi, John. Hey, guys. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> and Stu. Hey, guys. How's, how's, how's it going? Ouch. Tough follow. Um, and then really uh, Clarence Swamp Town. Will you guys sign this form saying I notified you? It's it's just a <laughs> it's a, it's a formality. <laughs> it's a form. Come on, it's not a big deal. It's a lot of fine print. Um, so we've got a lot of actual sports to talk about, which is um, new for us. So let's, let's try to give this a whirl. Um, I am just catching up on what? the news, but I have heard that. Uh, we have lost our favorite Viking, Matthew Cassell, to a trade today. Uh, Clarence, can you give me your take? Are we sad to I see him go? I don't get it. You just don't, just don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe it's a great move. Maybe it's a genius move. I don't get it. They, uh, they've got a quarterback who is obviously young. He's never played a full NFL season. Obviously, it goes without saying. Uh, if they have aspirations for making the playoffs like they said they have, um, I would think a backup quarterback would be important. And Cassell is not a doesn't light the world on fire, but he's a serviceable backup quarterback. He's a pretty good backup quarterback. They, I suppose, the reasons I've heard for trading him are. He saves them cap money. He makes too much to be a backup quarterback. And they got some, well, they got a fifth and a seventh, I believe, round draft pick. Mm -hmm. And they sent Matt Castle and a sixth round draft pick. So um, they don't need the cap space. They have plenty of cap space, which they said they're unlikely to use. uh, Rick Spielman is on record saying he's going to play the wait-and-see game take that approach to free agency. So they're unlikely to use the cap space they already have, so they didn't really need to to trade him for that reason. And we all know Rick is just a real barn burner with them fifth and seventh round draft picks. Just lights the world on fire with those. Um, unless it's a kicker, 
I mean, he he nails those. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Pins, pins those fuckers right down. But uh, <laughs> other other than kickers, he's basically a anything after the first round, and even then, um, basically just throwaway picks. So I don't know. I get it, but my ears are open, guys. I'm willing to uh, willing to listen. What's the? I got I got a. Uh, let's see. I don't necessarily have a palliative for that, Clarence, but I do know the fifth round pick is the very first one in the fifth round. Oh yeah, so basically oh. a fourth rounder, a kind of. So yeah, basically yeah, it's a, it's like the 129. But that's a, and obviously if he drafts poorly, it doesn't matter one way or the other. But it is the first pick of the fifth round, which I think is something. And the oh, other thing is, and the other thing is, for all we know, Cassell wanted out, and they were just trying to get something for him. But yeah, I would hope there's something. Well, he's under else contract. Him. He can want out all, all fucking day. I guess it's well, good for I you. Did you know, honestly, I, I did not know he was under contract. I thought it was uh, one of those things where there was he was going to do stuff. You're right. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no. The I table. Clarence is right. I was hoping there was something else to it. I actually hadn't heard the specific round uh, of the picks. I was hoping it'd be better than I was hoping a third and fourth. I know that's hard to do with trades, but he um, needed to be worth a fifth and seventh, which is why you just keep them. Then I guess I, I don't know. I, they're going to end up with like a Jason Campbell or something, and God bless Jason Campbell, I'd, I mean, team first guy. But uh, he's bad at quarterbacking. If, uh, he's not good at his job. That's not, that's the real not, issue with Jason good. Campbell. Yeah, if the left tackle is a swinging gate again, like he has been, uh, you know, he's Teddy will make it. Maybe one. He's committed. <laughs> he's here, locked down. Pyology. He's got a pizza place. That was called pyology. Pyology. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought that uh, pizza needed more science involved. Well, then Dave Dave Cassetta should be a fuck. In the Hall of Fame, if that's the standard that we're using the, for for being committed left tackles, but uh, maybe he'll improve. I don't know, but uh, if Teddy makes it 16 games next year with this offensive line, I'd, I'll be happy, but I'll be surprised. So yeah, he know. doesn't strike me as a guy like Brady or uh, Manning that are just. Um, um, really really good at not getting injured you know like staying away from it he doesn't even know how to slide have you seen him try to like slide or dive he's fucking brutal at it he's barrel rolling uh yeah yeah and then with, so last year i coached my daughter's softball team it's the very first year of softball and part of that is coaching you know if you're coaching like 16 year old baseball players or you know town ball or whatever by that age, you know how to slide, but nine, like you have to teach nine-year-olds how to slide. That's what it reminded me of. Is <laughs> yeah. We threw out some cardboard, and half of them I don't think I've ever really watched a baseball game before and okay. didn't really fully understand the concept of sliding. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, this is how you slide. And some of them would kind of go sideways. Or like on their bellies, and you're like, what? The, what, the, what have you ever like seen? So what's like, what the hell are you doing? And uh, that's what Teddy reminds me of: is yeah. the nine year old girls sliding for the first time on cardboard. You got to pull out the slip and slide next year. Maybe that would help. Well, <laughs> that, that's yeah. I'm not. You're not going back to that while you're done. And, uh, it's not. No, I'm not going to be doing stuff like that. Yeah, that's 
too much of a mess. Here's the cardboard. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A little simpler, a little more old school. Plus, if you want to get some breakdancing going on, it's right there for you, which oh, I I'm know right that there. you do. Yeah. Oh. Clap your hands, everybody. <laughs> everybody, clap your hands. They get a circle around me. Yeah. Go, Clarence. It's your birthday. <laughs> uh, um, yes. No, it's a very confusing trade overall. That's what the... Well, my ears are open. I'm willing to hear some reasons for it, why it's a good move. The salary cap deal doesn't check out. That doesn't pass the smell test as far as I'm concerned. Um, just feeling really good that Teddy Bridgewater is um, fantastic at not getting injured. Also pretty weird and thinking you just don't need a high-quality backup. Um, just, it's yeah, it's confusing all the way around. Again, if it would have been a, a third-rounder or something where you could sort of see stockpiling picks is a good thing um i've always been really in favor of that especially seeing how great the patriots have been at that over the years they miss they whiff on draft picks constantly but they make it up in volume they've got a million draft picks every year so i like that mentality but yeah well yeah do you think that maybe spielman's off the record meeting with sam hinky has something to do with this Ooh, oh. it could yeah. be maybe i'm Did back that really on board happen? Oh, uh, you're just off, off the record. Uh, just yanking your tits. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I would die. I would die. I <laughs> die right there. Hopefully not here in the basement where I can't call 911. I would just drop dead of a heart attack right there in the spot. <laughs> drop. I wouldn't even get, I'd have like half a tweet to Broxy. I'd have the at symbol and two Bs typed. <laughs> That's, That's all he'd find the last me. thing he said. He'd find my phone. What did it all mean? At B-Bro. What is B-Bro? <laughs> is that the killer? Uh, God, that'd be fantastic, though. Yeah. So, uh, ideally, this of, doesn't uh, matter, right? Because yeah. Teddy just stays healthy. But he stays they, healthy, leads us to the promised land. Everything is sunshine and lollipops. Yes. And I hope so. And I hope it wasn't a move like, oh, Teddy's got to know he's the man. We needed to get Castle out of here. You got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks. I really really do think Castle wanted to start somewhere, and I think think we're reading too much into it, but I don't know that. It's just just a guess. All the backups want to start somewhere. I know, but I think Castle... Castles I want to start somewhere. Orton. I would Kyle love. Orton never once wanted to start a football that's game. That's true. <laughs> I was gonna say, Castle is more viable than Kyle Orton, so I think that's. Are you sure, Coach? They started well, Orton, yeah, and he just me? retired the next year. You know, I, I really can't think. Even, I can't find <laughs> my helmet. <laughs> your helmet's right over there, Kyle. No, get in there. No, seriously, I can't find. It's not mine. Kyle, you're holding your helmet. It's not my helmet. Get in there. This is a <laughs> this is a novelty the, helmet. The, the I had a, a Sunday in this. If Kyle Orton doesn't beat them in the last second, the Vikings uh, won 500 last year. Kyle frickin' Orton. A hero. He is the most sportive guy, I think, in all of sports. Ever. <laughs> like, he gets caught, or all these pictures come out of him just absolutely annihilated at a bar. He always has, a like, a handle of Jim Beam in one hand. Yeah, and instead of coming out with his agent and saying, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I yada yada, he came out and he's like, yeah, man, I was at a bar. I was drunk. Yep. What do you want? What do you want me to yep. do about it? That's what that's the bars. <laughs> yeah. That's the activity that takes place. You there. should go to a bar. They're pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. He's the best. <laughs> I'll buy you a beer. Maybe. Come over to my house. I got one in the basement. 
if they decide to, um, if the Vikings can pull Orton out of retirement now to put him into backup, then this is all a fantastic deal. Oh. All and around. I finally see the plan. Yes. I'm buying stock in Brothers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's not going to happen. So that's one thing that we're mad about this week, which is great. Um, John's mad. John, what are you mad about? Just let's, um, I know that you're mad about a lot of things. Do you have well, anything? John hates hockey. That's right. He hates let's, small school let's hockey. Let's start, start with football since we're on football. Oh. Let's start with our good friend Josh Fiedler, who called, who called me up earlier tonight because he had a he had a point to make that I didn't know any of these facts were true, so all credit goes to Josh. And he Matt. called you, like, on the yeah, telephone? We he actually talked on the Yikes. telephone because he's, like, a good person from outstate Minnesota that wants to connect on a more personal level than just sending me a tweet. To me, a telephone call means it. someone's dead. That's the only thing telephone calls mean at these, this time. But I'm urban. You know that. <laughs> you see his name on the cell phone, and you're like, what trouble is Josh in now? But he just wants to talk. Weird. Fancy Ray Broxy. Yeah, you know it. Um, so anyway, what the point that he was making was everybody sort of knew when Adrian Peterson signed his contract that this was the year, this was the off season that it was going to be renegotiated. Apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently Adrian Peterson's contract is supposed to pay him twelve and a half million dollars next year, and. Twelve point seven five and thirteen the year after that, or something like that. Just ridiculously huge contract numbers. And so when he signed it, there's no way that his agent and everyone wasn't like, "All right, so this 2015 offseason is the year that we're going to have to renegotiate it because there's literally no way the Vikings are going to pay him thirteen million dollars a year to be a running back in the NFL because they just aren't worth that much, right? Unless Standard, unless right? somehow he, you know, if he had run for twenty three hundred yards last year and 59 touchdowns, and the Vikings had made the playoffs solely because of him again. Well, then maybe the Vikings are saying, well, we'll probably pay that $13 million contract. But effectively, this was his renegotiation year. But now, he didn't play at all last year because he beats his children and was suspended by the league. And somehow, this has transformed over the last couple of days into the Vikings going to Texas to beg him to come back and play? near as I can tell from the news. And here's the thing. There's even been some rumblings, and this is the thing that Josh told me that really made me mad. Apparently there have been some rumblings that Peterson is not only wanting to get paid his contract this year, but wants some of that future money to be somehow guaranteed with a buyout or something like that. Just as sort of a good faith gesture that the Vikings' heart is in the right place. And that is just how... You can how you can get suspended the whole year for getting arrested in Texas for child abuse, and somehow think that the team owes you something and that you deserve more than what you're getting is just mind-boggling to me. So anyway, I think more than anything, Josh called up just to get this off his chest, so you could have somebody else think about it instead of him. And now I've done the same thing to all of you guys and all the listeners. So <laughs> I pass that to you, fucker. Well, I, we knew that he was a bad guy, right? So this shouldn't be entirely shocking. And we also knew that he, like everybody else in the country, wants to get paid as much as possible for doing as little work as possible. Uh, so, but that is a that's sort of a special brand of egomania. Yeah. So this is all coming from what? Does he have some inside sources, or is this regular old news that I just haven't been paying attention to? 
Um, my source is Josh. Okay. Beyond that, I don't know anything. Okay. All right. So secret inside sources. Yep. We're going to go secret with that. Secret inside sources named Josh. Uh, yeah. He seems about as self-unaware, unself-aware. <laughs> what, what one is it? Aware on self uh-huh. is the correct form. Uh, self-unaware. Self-unaware. Seems as self-unaware. As unaware of, yes. He seems that uh, as much as anybody else kind of uh, in the world at this point. So um, is there, to me, this has always smelled a little bit like uh, the Vikings posturing to keep his trade value up so they can get rid of him as soon as humanly possible. I think that's probably wishful thinking on my part because I sometimes momentarily uh, forget that uh, most everyone in sports is um, is either idiotic or evil. Um, so I'd like Some to. Both. Don't forget sometimes both. That's true. That's true. Uh, let's let's indifferent. Let's yep. not forget Ziggy. Yes, lazy, incompetent, or evil. It's always one of the three. Yeah, if not all three. So I'd like to think, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm not trying to give uh, Spielman and Zimmer and whoever else credit for being nice people. I don't expect well, that. I don't want that. Part. That's one of my biggest frustrations with Adrian is that he's made them. He's made Rick a sympathetic figure in some way. Jesus, yeah. holy shit, that's yeah. hard to do. <laughs> so I want to believe that they are just being uh, sly, strategic, ruthless people, putting on a good face while trying to work out a deal with a different team and i know that that's insane basically trying to convince tampa bay that nope everything's fine we're you can't have him. going to keep yep we'll keep talking but you can't have him did you he he see us hugging on his doorstep to. he's coming back to us i'm hoping that they're doing that but in all reality so so that's my question then um if this is sort of knowledge that uh, AP is being an asshole and wanting whatever. So they go down there and are they just oblivious to that? Or are they just trying to forget that? So he'll come back and play for them. Or I'm not exactly sure where they're even at with their, um, with their talks with him. Does anybody know? Uh, we didn't, nobody knows. Nobody knows what the status is of AP for next year. No. Okay. Okay. Um, do we have an official stance on it, a sportive stance that we're all going to hold hands and, and, and agree what we think? My stance is no NFL running back is worth $13 million a year. That's a good one. That's a good stance. I'm holding hands with – well, we should say a better. I'm I'm dapsing that one. Nux. Wait, dapsing was better? Yep, yep. We're going to say dapsing even though we're all middle-aged white men? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've said yeah. it twice. Now. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Let's just go with it. Um, All right. Yeah. No, that makes that makes perfect sense to me. I'm I am planning on him not being around next year, but I don't exactly know what the what I would want to do to to get rid of him. Because you have to think, no this other is... team is going to give much up for him, right? Because he's due that much money, or is that one of those things where they can like technically restructure his contract and he won't be worth that to other teams? Well, as as our good friend Mike Rand pointed out this morning, LeSean McCoy just got traded for basically nothing. So why do why would we think that Adrian Peterson is worth more than that? Why is Kiko Alonso considered nothing? Isn't he one of the an amazing he was the defensive player of the year? Yeah, he was really really good. And he, an ACL didn't, tear is something that you recover. It's almost one hundred percent recovery. He didn't play last year. 
last year. Yeah, he had knee surgery, and he's who knows how good he'll be anymore. Yeah, but I'm just saying the list of recovery for ACL is is pretty long. Like it's not also, a thing. His, that... name is, his name is Kiko. Kiko Alonso. Yeah, awesome. That's Sounds like a female that... model. With Elton John. Yeah. Don't go he was in the naked gun. Boy, lived a hell of a life, Kiko yeah. Alonso, for being 24 years old. I mean, yeah, I definitely think that obviously running backs aren't worth a whole lot to most teams. Um, but anything we could get for him, I would take it. Just take it. Get the castle deal for him, too. Who gives a shit? <laughs> then they'll have plenty of cap room. Now that's some effing cap room. Cap room and low round draft picks. A lot of lot of seniors on Notre Dame last year. <laughs> a lot of seniors on Notre Dame. A lot of I outstanding young gentlemen. I looked at the mock drafts and stuff. There isn't a guy from Notre Dame that's expected to go in the first two rounds. Probably not in the first three rounds. Darn it. Is Darn the key it. word there? Yeah. So if he if Right now, if Rick in the first round drafts a running back, a safety, or anyone from Notre Dame, that's another heart attack right there. I drop it, I'm dropping again right there. <laughs> a safety. Okay. Is that because, I mean, you don't typically draft safeties in the first round unless they're all world, right? And That's uh, right. Yeah. Okay. And there isn't anybody in there that's supposed to be like, remember Eric Berry was like a top five pick or something a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, but no, there's not one of those. So, okay, I no. think I'm also going to um, – I'm going to stand with you on that one as well. You said safety. I will have a heart attack with you. Yeah. Uh, safety. I have bet with Randball that if he does it, Randball has to call for Spielman's head formally on the <laughs> blog, on page two, and on a video. All three. <laughs> is it a video that just is sent to you personally or does it have to be published? No, no. <laughs> on, on the start newspaper of the Twin Cities.com. StarTribune.com. I hope he doesn't really explain the context. He just says, I call for his head. <laughs> In a really threatening video. So I want to know if this is a classic Clarence Swamptown bet. If he doesn't, what do you give up, Clarence? Crickets. So the classic Clarence Sompton where he tries to get you to bet against yourself. Yeah. Try it. It's already over. That's already been made. First, I got to get a guy to sell himself his house for a dollar, which means nothing. Well. And yet we keep taking him up on it. Not my problem that you get. Yeah. You guys keep going for it. We're so confident. What is what is Brandon naming his children? Flip. If the Lakers make the playoffs, flip. Flip and flip, flip 2.0. I have to rename flip. both of them. And, and he's the one that he only suggested one of those. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll double down. I'll show you crazy There, I won that one. Let's up my ante. You have zero ante. I've got more ante. Do you agree with these terms? Uh, well, only if you double um, down and add in both kids. <laughs> Done. Oh, I'm so stupid, but I do. I you know that one worked out okay. I won't be renaming either of my children. Worked out fine, and I have to give up nothing. Jack squat. I lost, and 
it doesn't matter. Yep. Yep. That's true. Um, that is very true. Are we done with pigskin? I feel like I'm done with pigskin. I think so. I just paired a snickerdoodle cookie with a Dale's Pale Ale, and it didn't really work. Eee, yikes. Like, you you pushed the snickerdoodle cookie into the pale ale, or you just ate them simultaneously? Said paired, I said paired, not combined. I ate a cookie, and I'm having a beer at the same time. Because mm. I'm, he- I'm in the health zone right now. My Fitbit is saying, hey, cookies and beer. Focus <laughs> on that. And, uh, just flashing. Beer yeah. time. How yeah. do you uh, how do you like your Fitbit, Stu? I don't have one. I was lying. Oh man, <laughs> I, went, I just got one. <laughs> I thought you hit your step Boy, your step you total for the day. Ask and... Anybody about anything? Anymore. Yeah, Jesus. Oh boy, um... <laughs> Brian. Pardon me, Brian Williams. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, that was classic. Looks Good. like I can't read the news on TV now. Good talk. Good talk. Um, did Were you expecting better things with this Snickerdoodle Dale's pairing? Not really. I just really wanted, I, had, I knew there was a cookie that I had that I could eat, and I wanted to have a cookie because I was hungry. So I had the cookie, and now I'm having the beer. And now the beer tastes better because I'm done with the cookie. Yeah, I'm also drinking I a Dale's like, right now. I Dale's realized brothers. how much like Homer Simpson that sounded. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, I haven't had a snickerdoodle in quite a while, but I do remember loving that. It was pretty them. good. Yeah? It was pretty good. Those are cinnamon flavored, right? Yes, yes. Kind of like a cinnamon sugar cookie. Yeah, I can't get enough of those. Just give me all of them. Fact, fact check that, Wade. It's kind of like a cinnamon sugar cookie, but I may be missing it. Maybe there's nutmeg or vanilla or something involved, but... Oh, probably. probably. It probably is somewhere. Um... So. Yeah. Okay. Good cookie talk. Dale's Pale is still really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good staple. You know, another really good staple that I've been um, crushing lately is the Bauhaus uh, Sky Five. Their IPA. I don't know if either any of you have had that. Um, highly recommended. Really, really smooth uh, IPA. Well, and they're local. They are local. They're one of us. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it even better. Um, so we had a John rant about AP, which I thought was great. Um, John, technically a Josh Fiedler rant that he just had. We really should have just called him on the telephone. Yeah, that's true. We should have. Too late now. Nah. Whoops. He's he's yeah. he's shutting he's shutting down Family Farms till Wednesday night. <laughs> Future carpool ad. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Josh. Sorry. Yeah, that he's not going to like that at all. Um. So, John, we'd also like you to, I don't know if I'd necessarily want to rant here, but I would like you to explain for yourself, why do you hate small-town hockey? Oh, you I love small-town hockey. You hate small-town hockey, and you're delusional on Alex Meyer. So I, I want, don't. We've got, yeah, let's unpack right. this. So let's start with the state hockey tournament. So you posited this morning on Twitter.com, um, on the record, it said that no one goes to the Class A tournament. Zero attendance that's, year after year, which is quite a claim. That's true. Uh, and I want to know darn why. Darn hot take. I want to know why nobody goes, because everyone talks about the state tournament is so awesome. Let's all go to the state tournament. This is the best week ever. And then I went to the, I went to the state tournament, and the Class A games had like 5,000 people in the building. Why don't people go to the Class A ones? Wait a minute. 5,000 seems like a like lot. The state tournament. Five thousand is a lot of people, John. 
not in an 18,000-seat arena. It's not. And not when the double-A games tomorrow will have the entire stadium full. Why don't people go to the Class A ones? Oh, no is it, is shit. It because the Class the Class AA schools are bigger, so there's more people and more students. <laughs> no, go a lot of times closer. The reason, John. Well, the one of the things about the Minnesota State High School hockey tournament that's always supposed to be true is that it's this big week that everyone who's involved with hockey just wants to be a part of. It's this entire event, and that's the mythology of the State High School hockey tournament, that people just come, whether their school's in the tournament or not, they have to be there because the high school hockey tournament is just that week where all of Minnesota comes together to watch schoolboy hockey and go to cassettes and enjoy the week. And... That's not even close to true in my experience. People huh. show up for the double A games to yell about private schools, and that's about it. That does feel good. Um, okay, so I know that today is was a Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday evening. Is it like this? Is this a is this a multi year trend sort of thing that you're seeing, John? And do they not come on weekend nights either, or is it just because it started earlier and it's a Wednesday? Does that have anything to do with it? Um, I think there will be a. F- I think the stands will be mostly full for tomorrow's double A games at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, that's not that big of a difference. So okay, yeah. okay. So maybe you're right. So yeah, that is my question. Up. Which I was <laughs> see. I was trying to ask <laughs> you because me. why don't? Yeah. If you're such a big hockey fan, why don't you go to the single-A games? Tickets are easier to get. The, the one year that I covered the state hockey tournament, there were scalpers outside the Excel Center selling passes for the evening session or whatever for 100 bucks, And that was a few years ago, so presumably inflation has increased that. Why don't people just go to the Class A games instead? They're just as fun. It's something other than the glorified AAA hockey teams that are metro area high school hockey now it's actual teams from out state and from different places in minnesota and it's not just endless games of adina versus minnetonka or whatever the first quarter final is tomorrow i guess people probably like that adina versus minnetonka because they're better at hockey and that's where they yeah. all live. That's where all the again, people live, John. again I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about this mythology that this is the state coming together thing well, i don't know that. what the hell you're talking about that, that everybody is we all come together on a Wednesday at 11 a.m. to watch New Ulm. Where is a straw man that you've you've built? I don't I don't recall this. If you're saying people so, don't like hockey as much as they claim to like hockey, that's fine with me. I'm on board with that. <laughs> Brandon agrees. <laughs> I I mean I'm mildly surprised. I I did think that by being I mean I love the state hockey tournament. I'm not trying to claim that I don't pay attention, but I have been. You know, out of state the past two years, so I haven't really been that close to it. But I did think that it was maybe not equally supported between Class A and Class AA, but I thought it was pretty close. So it is kind of interesting to hear that people just don't I care as much. That, but it's just the the quality of play has to be a consideration. And then on my timeline, it was during the games. It was dominated. I don't know about dominated, yeah. but it was heavy talk about. The games. People were watching it on TV while they were uh-huh. working on a Wednesday at 11 yeah, a.m. Yeah, but you follow think, all hockey think, people. Yeah, your timeline and is probably people. not a statistically relevant cross section of oh, Minnesota. I don't. That's a YT issue, not empty. People, I think that your time. You think I do? Well, I didn't see any. Well, never mind. I'm never on Twitter anymore. But all I saw was John ranting about it. 
I didn't even rant. I just made one comment, and then suddenly Stu and Clarence were attacking me about not liking small school hockey. When the point I was trying to make was more people should like small school. Because there weren't eighteen thousand people in the XL yeah. Center, and not, so now all of a sudden you want Class A hockey games. shut down? You Guys, just threw out the state. Just start playing lacrosse. Yeah, mm-hmm. there only should be eight teams that play hockey now, according to John. Oh, it's sad, man. I don't, you turn I'm your back on. Surrounded by morons. <laughs> Um, I don't know that it's it's mildly surprising to me. I'll give you that. Well, one person is mildly surprised. We've done our job here. How big of the <laughs> delta uh, is there between double A and single A? Like, what's the score if the double A team plays the single A team? I'm gonna have to uh, defer to Clarence on that one. It, I guess it depends on what you're asking. The, the lowest end A team, so maybe the the team that wins the one A section versus the best team at Double A is a pretty big gap. But if the the champion of A played the champion of Double A, it would be a close game. The gap at the high end isn't that isn't that far apart. Okay. Would anyone would anyone go to that game, Clarence, or would it just be empty? Oh, it would likely be uh, it would likely be five or ten people there, and they family. High school really would drag drag it down. Shut the whole tournament down. It would be family uh, members that don't that don't have jobs or anything else going on in their lives, and then probably a few people waiting for the because it's a warm place to wait for the bus. They play it in like Joe Anderson's backyard rink, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Even he's not there. Yeah. I'm got to run errands or something. Yeah, you lock up when you yeah. leave, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the fridge. Co- co- coffee pot set up. So just press start. Nanny would still broadca- broadcast it because he does every. Oh yeah, every. He'd just be doing Feldman import pitches, and then. Yeah. Is have you listened to his commercials? By the way, on his Feldman imports commercials. Yes. I, I think the person doing him doesn't like him because he's giving him all these S words and he's got kind of that, like, I don't know if it's because he's missing teeth or he's just old, but he's kind of got a, a list. We don't even sell Saturns. We don't even make Saturns anymore. We can say that. It's not even a car brand anymore. Possibly Saturns. It's just, the guy's just cruel. I mean, whoever wrote the ad copy does not like Lunati. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> Feldman Imports got that turned. Then suffering succotash. That's got to be a copyright infringement. I'm not saying that. He, he's hockey. He's like hockey legend. Be nice. Just <laughs> fucking with him. God, and before you ask, game. no thunfires. There are no thunfires. <laughs> oh God, Louis Manny cannot make him up. How exciting is the state hockey tournament to? you guys in general is this still awesome because it used to be great when i was i don't i get i get jealous and bitter and jaded if it's the championships like edina versus st thomas or some bullshit then i am unlikely to watch because because of my bitterness but if it's like war road versus edina then i'll watch because then i have a rooting interest so for a few years, it seemed like Rozo, Warroad, a lot of those teams were uh, Duluth East. There was a lot of outstate teams um, 
um, that were in it. Is that like that anymore? Because I felt like the past few years, is, again, just hearing from friends or whatever, it was a lot more of the the um, the Minnetonka. It's not so much out sort of state. Stuff. It's the the old guard that are there every year versus some new upstart. I'll be happy. How many upstarts uh, are there around this year that are good? Any? Well, I guess Lakeville North was in it last year, but uh, they're still relatively new to the scene, Lakeville North. Okay. They're a one seed. Did Lakeville North lose a game yet? No. Because wasn't that their thing, that they were undefeated this year? I think they have. I guess I I don't follow it so closely, but I'm... Fairly positive they haven't. Does Lakeville, I looked it up. The city they have of Lake, not lost or tied a game this year. Does Lakeville all of a sudden have like 500,000 people living in the city limits? Because I feel like they have two high schools and they're huge. How did this happen? Just that many people? They are a from... giant town. They are a giant town and they are going to only get bigger. They are, a, they are probably the biggest land area town in the state. Oh, all right. They are. All right. They have a huge area. They still have tons of farmland left to go. And, uh, yes, they're pretty big. I don't know how many people live there. 40,000, 50,000, probably 45,000, if I had to guess. Which is, pretty big town. Which is an average size. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But for the space, it's all, it, it could get to 100,000, couldn't it? I mean, Bloomington has 80,000. If it's got more space than that. Bloomington used to have three high schools. I could see Lakeville having three someday, sure. Huh, interesting. And that's relatively new. And all of a sudden, they're a, did you say they're a one seed? They are the, they are the top seed, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So, I mean, I don't want to cheer for a one seed. Who should I be cheering for? Can you guys help me out? Well, cheer for Lakeville. They're uh, they're still relatively new to this. Just because they're good doesn't mean that you can't cheer for them. Okay, I guess. I really love, though, new and underdogs. How about Bemidji? Cheer for Bemidji. There you go. That's We are all Lumberjacks and Lumberjills. Bemidji cheer had Bemidji. the most annoying baseball fans on the planet, and I hated every <laughs> single one of them. So Town Hall? No, college. Bemidji State. Oh, Bemidji State. Yeah, like the biggest, loudest, dumbest rednecks like stood outside center field and screamed at me when I was playing in the outfield. I can picture that field, too, because it's right on Bemidji Avenue. Something out of a movie. They're on the back of their tailgate. You know, they're just drunk. The guys that graduated that played the year before that are now done with school. Hey, fucking, you know, one of those. I hate I love that. They're my favorite college baseball team now. The Beavers? 
The Beavers. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, they're the they're the worst. The, them and Winona State. If you want to know a little bit about the politics or the Division Two baseball from ten years ago, which I'm sure you do, it's a very in, interesting subject. They were one A and one B of the most annoying, obnoxious fans in the world. Like those are the ones that you really loved shoving up their ass, you know. Um, I love I love them now. Okay, so they're my one and two favorite team. <laughs> so, so Bemidji is the is the for, for sportive is the most sportive team in the tournament. Is that what you're telling me? They haven't made it like twenty years or twenty five years. Yeah, okay. they are. They're our team. And they're going to lose like fifteen to zero, probably. Yeah, okay. yeah. They play a Dinah tomorrow, so they probably yeah. lose. So a Dinah's amazing. Is Hill Murray still amazing? Yep, they're in it. So and, a lot of lot of lot of old school teams here. You've got St. Thomas Academy, Hill Murray, Eden Prairie, Blaine. I mean, Lakeville North is just exciting because they're not one of the teams that I've already named there. Yeah, no kidding. Even Duluth East is seems like an underdog at this point. So Lakeville North and Bemidji, that, those are my teams. Yeah, you guys can do what you'd like. Are there any amazing players this year? Any like going to the U next year, like a Kyle Rao or one of those guys that are? They are all on Lakeville North. Every one of them. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Okay. Huh. All right. Well, I'll have to think about this, guys. You've given me a lot to think about. <laughs> You've given me a lot to forget immediately <laughs> until someone mentions it on Twitter when I'm catching up seven hours after the game. I What I wouldn't give to have the time to just decide to watch the state tournament this year would be just the most amazing. Ah, someday, someday, fellas, I will get back to having free time. It's going to be great. It's going to be so great because I'm going to appreciate it even more the second time around. Yep. Oh, tell them it's, it's, yes, you will. Um, okay. So, um, I think we have more questions for John this week. I'm sensing a theme. Us just asking John things. We have one more. Did we want to cover it or? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. What did you want to ask him now? John made a claim today. And oh, ooh, the claim, him, the claim. Yes, yes. He made a claim. This is he it. Made this is the one. <laughs> mm-hmm. He made a prediction today. And I I tried to offer him a window to jump out of, to back out of, and get out of the prediction. And he did. He doubled down. He claimed today. He predicted that Al, <laughs> I could pick Al, Al, Al Meyer. Meyer. Al Meyer will start 33 games for the Minnesota Twins. Total? In his whole career? Nope. This this, nope. Nope. This season. At no. pitcher. Between the, between the minors and the pros, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, for the or, Twins organization. Yeah. So he just sense. has to stay healthy. Yeah. So, it's, you know, AAA and the Twins. Yeah. yeah that works. Six for the Twins in no, September no, 27. Wait, 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 what, Clarence, what, 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 did he, what did he say, Clarence? He said 33 starts <laughs> for the Minnesota Twins. Oh, stop it. Wow. <laughs> stop it. John. First of all, anyone who's going to talk that much shit about Mike Pelfrey like that, that's not cool. <laughs> Pelfrey's so, a gamer and a professional. I went back. He's feeling good. The last 10 <laughs> seasons and looked for how many guys have started 33 games. I'm sorry. For the Twins. 
in the last 10 years. And it was like four. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's insane. Not four per year. No. Four total. It's like four total. My it was like word. Johan did it twice. <laughs> so. Johan said that. And uh, Carl Pavano. And I think Carlos Silva may have done it once in there also. Workhorses, if you will. And when I think of workhorse, I think, hey, who's that guy that's never really played for him before? <laughs> Al Meyer. That's who I'm expecting to. I hope John's right. I, and his optimism is in the right place. I hope Al Meyer makes the Three team out of spring training. And I hope he makes 33 starts. It would be amazing. It would be great. It would be amazing. Nobody has done it in the last three seasons for the Twins. Not one guy. Phil Hughes didn't do it last year. Who had an incredible season last year. He didn't have 33 starts. He had like 31. Um, So it would be incredible. To be a fifth starter and make 33 starts is difficult. Yeah, it's it's almost unprecedented. You've got rainouts and you've got skip starts and my god, this is going to be a great year for Elmeyer. I hope it happens. Fuck it. Yes. So John, you are in the phase of I'm just going to say crazy things because it's going to help me get through the spring and why the fuck not? Is that right? Um so the genesis of it was <laughs> Clarence pointing out to me that Alex Meyer wasn't going to start the season in the majors. And in that, moment, I des- in that moment, I decided, you know what? I'm not ready for the negativity about the Twins quite yet. Okay, They're playing tonight. They're on TV. I'm not quite ready for the negativity. So I made what was a joke about how Al Meyer was going to make 33 starts. Right. And Clarence reacted in the way that I always imagined Brandon reacting when Clarence is willfully ignoring facts. Yeah. Yeah. It's Brandon great. is just furiously typing into the computer. Yeah. And so I sort of inadvertently st- stumbled on the only way to reverse the anger onto Clarence. Because what Clarence does I've tried it. all day, I've tried he it. goes around the internet trying to bully people into making, bully. making themselves angry. <laughs> and what I did was, for I think possibly the first time in all of our Twitter interactions, by <clears> being <throat> optimistic for no reason, Clarence actually went and did research to try to prove me wrong. That is him. amazing. That's Mr. true. Now you tap dance there, Fred Astaire. I'm just, I couldn't be happier about how the whole thing went. Alex Meyer Mm -hmm. is not going to make 33 starts in the major leagues this year. That's obvious to anyone who's watched Twins baseball. But it worked out for me in that Clarence is mad about the whole thing. You Clarenced Clarence. Mm -hmm. You stuck to your guns in a way that made the other guy start doing research to defend his point. I do that every goddamn day when Clarence brings something up to me. I go, what? No, 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 no. That's not right. That's not it. Look at all these facts and numbers. And he's just giggling, just having the time of his life. And you turn the tables on him, John. That's great. I, that is I great. didn't see it coming either, but here we are. It's amazing. Okay, so let's let's find the real. So how how optimistic are you? Not at all? Just totally fucking with about, us? About the Twins? 
bought the twins, bought Al Meyer, just bought in Alex general. Meyer? Yeah. I would like to see how good Alex Meyer is at pitching to major league baseball players. That's all I that's as far as I'm prepared to go. I'd be interested in seeing it. it too. So let's read the tea leaves a little bit. Are there reports out now about the actual rotation? Do we have a decent sense from from what people are saying about what they who the, who they're gonna be? I keep no. seeing people mention Tim Stauffer as if that was a thing, and that's probably the most infuriating thing that happens. They're going to give him a shot. Oh. Why? Why would you give Tim Stauffer a shot at being a at being a starter in the major leagues? What just... is a Tim Stauffer? He's a sci- <laughs> he's a scion of the Stauffer frozen food family. <laughs> Makes a hell of a lasagna. He wears scarves and ascots everywhere, and calls people like Charlie and Frenchie. It's, <laughs> just, it's the thing that he does. So they've said that fifth starter, the race is between Pelfrey, Stalfer, May, and Meyer, and I. And they haven't tipped their hand on who has the upper hand right now. But there's four guys fighting fun. for one spot. Is that what you're saying, or for two spots? Maybe I'm missing somebody. But that, I, those are the. I know those four are in there, and maybe there's. I guess they keep hinting that Barrios is going to be up with the club sometime this season, but not that he'd break camp. Okay, so we've got uh, we've got Husey, we got Rocky Nabisco, we mm-hmm. got uh, 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 Irvin Santana, and Gibby. We got Kyle Gibson. There's okay. your four. So there's so we've got four basically written in stone. There's Tommy no, Malone. Did we mention him? That's fuck, why I knew there's he was Malone a as well. Um, I knew he was a really, the great thing about the Twins rotation is that there's always two or three mediocre starters you've forgotten about waiting. In Tom Malone is the perf is the guy that we forgot. Like, oh yeah, we have him. The Call DeVries Memorial. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I like that the cold the cold DeVries game ball for the how did this guy make ten starts in the major leagues this year? Holy shit! So, so that's I, I think it'll be Mike Pelfrey will get the job, and not only will Meyer and May not be the fifth starter, they will not be in the bullpen either. They've hinted at it. I am going the full pessimism route that they will not be the fifth starter or in the bullpen. I don't understand, and we have probably talked about it before, but if I'm running an organization, I take all the guys that just barely miss, the high upside guys that just barely miss, like a Meyer, May, Berrios, whoever, and just they're my relievers. And I work them into major league uh, hitters that way. I mean, I know it's a small sample size, but that's exactly what we did with Santana and with Liriano, right? Um, I don't understand why that's such a rare thing to do, and why that's not the the standard, especially for a for the Twins who are slow to bring guys along, and especially in this season where they do have some signed veteran guys. Why wouldn't that be? Why wouldn't that be your relief core right there? I don't get it. Anyone? I don't, know. I don't have a good answer. You would think that the Twins, in particular, after having the Liriano and Santana. Um, would be more game to try something like that, um, but of course that would be that would be a little too obvious. So I don't know; it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all. The Minnesota Twins story of the last five years. Did you guys know Cole DeVries is flipping houses now? 
He's a realtor. <laughs> no. Wasn't he on the 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 worst twins podcast in the state? Uh, the No Juice podcast. No Juice. Yeah, that's No Juice. That's what. Maybe yeah. I would believe that. Yeah, I think he was on there. I blocked. Was he really? Guys. Well, I mean, who the fuck would well, listen to that? Yeah, no, I blocked them both, so I would have no idea. I started. I wanted to find out how many starts Coldervries made in 2012, 2013, and I t- started typing his name into Google here. And the first thing that came up in the search thing was Coldervries Real Estate. So I clicked on that, and it turns out he's flipping houses now. Huh? He went from on yeah. a major league roster to one year later, real estate. The, one year uh, later, real estate and being on the No Juice podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He's not Seriously. doing that great, John. Let's, wow. Yeah. Time's, yeah, time's are tough. Up to. <laughs> this is like the part of the Behind the Music podcast when they talk about the drugs setting in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're working. I miss it, Stu. I know. I'm sorry. Sorry, we cut. I cut out. My bad. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, oh did we lose, like, recording? Ah, uh, just for one second. Okay. Uh, did we get all of our cheap shots in at the no juice podcast oh yeah a lot of cheap okay, shots good. and then uh we i think we were giving uh mitchell devries credit for his for his second career and then also knocking him for being on the no juice podcast so we really got the no Excellent. juice in a few different angles which is i think what we really the only reason we we're recording tonight we preview their upcoming guests jason bartlett jason kubel tom petters <laughs> uh, <laughs> Other com- other people just completely flamed out. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> the uh, I do have to give the DeVries family credit for um, overcoming. They have one of those dads who are like the insane, overbearing parent that like screams through the chain link during mm-hmm. baseball games. So, really? Yeah. His, Cole's brother, Blake, played... I played with him for a couple summers, and yeah. Not to fire shots at the whole DeVries family, because I'm glad that Cole's doing well, but yeah. Dad is uh, a little intense. Dad is a nutcase. little intense, yeah. So so there's that. Um, so there seems to be uh, spring training, obviously, is in full swing, um, um, pun intended. Um, so there's a, there's a couple things that... Um, that we need to talk about, about the twins. Um, number one in particular, is Miguel Sano like 500 pounds yet, or is that just going to be something that happens soon? Because that's, that's very concerning to me. Is that- Why? So he's 260. Did you see his quote? He's like he 21 said- years old. 260 basically means 500 pounds at that point. Like It's hard to be fatter than that at that age. So someone asked him, what do you do to stay in shape? And he said, I don't do anything to stay in shape. If something's getting put in front of me, I'm eating it. I mean, just a miraculous quote for a professional athlete. I know. I, oh. I love him for that. <laughs> so, I want to okay. say yes, but I also think, like, I don't know, dude. Got so a lot of money in front of you. Miguel Sano has been playing in the minor leagues where the nutrition is famously terrible and the food that's available to you is famously meager. It's what just all when mac he gets and to cheese. the big leagues and it's just nothing but food as far as the eye can see. But you'll also have nutrition. It's not like it's not like the uh, I don't know where the fuck did he play last year. Uh, New Britain Rock Cats had a nutritionist on staff. Yeah, or anything. well, the that's twins true, will. but. 
They will, but he's not around at all times. Have you been in the clubhouse with the Twins? They've just got fucking Snickers everywhere. And I'm not even talking <laughs> fun snacks. No, fucking full-size Snickers, free, all you want. You, Clarence, you would likely. gain 600 pounds. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's free beer. Is going to be seen eating nothing but like brown rice and fish and healthy chicken with the skin removed, or that he's going to go to pull his batting gloves out of his pocket after he's been in the major leagues for a week, and like twelve Snickers wrappers are going to fall <laughs> yeah, out exactly. on the field. I mean, he's twenty-one years old. Absolutely, but I, I don't know. Is Miguel Cabrera the uh, picture of health? Either I don't see him as this. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Miguel Sedo is playing the fine. same he's... position as Pablo Sandoval. They're yeah, both. I, I don't. I mean, Cabrera and Sandoval are both really, really talented athletes who I think are doing it in spite of their weight. And I feel like both of them could be a lot better. I know that it's not that important to be in shape to play baseball, which is sort Miguel of Cabrera. Quick. I don't. Is pretty goddamn good. He is good. Imagine if he, he was able be to better, like go more than maybe, station to station. Amazing! I don't, I don't know about the. He could be better. I mean, you not. watch him for three innings. You can see, like, oh boy, it would be would would be amazing if you were able to go to third base on that, you know, single to the right center gap. But he's huffing and puffing and has to stand on second base. I mean, those are little things, but I think they add up. And he could uh, be better. I mean, he's an amazing hitter, and I know that that's like most of baseball. But um, I just think like. Those guys are good, and if those are comps, that would be amazing if they if Sano turned into either one of those two. But I also think, you know, mix in a salad. It's all I'm saying. I don't like Jordan Schaefer is fucking chiseled out of the side of a goddamn mountain, and he is kind of poopy. So I don't. I, I don't also know. think that he's probably on meth, right? Don't we agree? <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Some of the base running mistakes he made last year, I only chalked it up to he's hallucinating. <laughs> what are you doing? Like he's what hallucinating. There's no way that he just like actually thinks he can tag up on a fly ball to the catcher. Bugs, I'm full of bugs. <laughs> just, I'm out of here. Fucking <laughs> tags up on a pop up from first. Round second gets tagged out at second. Just keeps running. Pulls yeah. up third base. Starts chewing on it. Rips off his shirt. Oh, it's ball four, and Schaefer thinks he's tagging up. I don't know why. <laughs> just running straight into the left field fence. Balls over. His legs are still going like a dog and it's asleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I know that there's probably not a huge correlation of like being in great shape and being a good baseball player, but if you already are a good baseball player, I would just be a little bit more what encouraged if he was if like. If no getting in shape made him a bad baseball player, you don't know. Ooh, what wow, what a talker. What if the key is that he's kind of a little flabby? And the <laughs> flabbiness the helps him, like for weight transfer, you mean? Like helps him timing and loading and right. all that sort of stuff? <laughs> Helps keep him humble. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense (laughs) at all. So um, I know that he's an amazing prospect and he's only 21 years old. So we're saying that's not even 1% of a concern that he's like, fuck it. I'll eat it. A little little bit. I'm not going to. What do you be concerned about? Fuck. If he doesn't hit 
if he has a bad season, then maybe start the concern. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Let me ask you this: Are we concerned about Molitor talking about how rigid he's going to be with uh, with our friend Glenn Perkins as a closer? Were you hoping for more of? Hey, I'll use him for four or five outs if necessary. I'll use him in high leverage situations, that sort of deal. Or was this sort of like we know exactly what we were getting into with him, and he's not going to, you know, he's not going to be the next Joe Madden or whatever. I'd be more worried if the games were super important and it was like, oh god, we're going to need him to like pull us out of like a seventh or eighth inning so he can be like these September games are going to be huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, who? They're they're not going to compete for a pennant this year, Suhan. So I mean, it's fine. They're, oh my god, they're just you know, it's it's fine. I'm not it's, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Maybe in two or three years, maybe when they're hopefully maybe you know looking at a wild card possibility if everything goes right, and they never do. But if they do this one time, <laughs> maybe I'll be worried about it. Okay. And, but for but for now, I just I can't let it bother me because I just. Again, it's such it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, we I think that everybody who is um living on planet Earth mentally knows that we're basically punting on this year and just trying to learn some stuff for next year. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. the do you get a sense and again, I apologize cuz I haven't been paying attention, but is that sort of the general consensus with with level-headed fans of like they're obviously going to be really 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 bad this year or are we starting to get into you know, if you squint hard enough, this, this, this breaks. Uh, I've seen some people getting a little. There's a little. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's part really, of it. I know, I understand that. It's not like a bad 85 thing. Eighty-five wins. I think I've seen a few people yeah. throw a number. I've seen a few people throw around, which is eighty-five over over five hundred. Yeah. Holy is, Christ! Isn't our over under in yeah. Vegas seventy? Yeah, 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 it is. I know. Oh. Um, um, when when John isn't yelling at hardworking families for not going to the Class A tournament, he has, <laughs> he has expressed Quinn's optimism, and I mean uh, more optimistic than me. And I think they'll they'll be better than last year, but I just don't think it'll be a major improvement. I think like a three to four game. I think that's the bar that yeah. that uh, reasonable fans have set is they want to see improvement yeah. here. They don't want treading water. They do want to see improvement. I would be so thrilled with 500 this year. I mean, it would it would be great. 81. 81, 81 wins would be jump. great. Or like 80 and 82. That would be great. Yeah. A 10-win jump. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I want meaningful baseball in August. Yes. That's when did it September. Just what? get us to August. What month did we have meaningful baseball last year? June? Uh, April. January. January. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. I don't know. I don't even remember. I think there was a few weeks there where we were like, hey, not bad. Not like hey. we're gonna like roll the fire, but like, hey, I don't know. I feel like there was I feel like there was maybe a June game that meant a little There was like a half an hour something. and then Snow had to get Tommy John surgery and everyone's like, ah fuck. Well, never mind. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay, so we'll probably go into a deeper dive um about the twins at some point. Or oh, actually we probably won't. <laughs> Fuck it. My main won't. memory of last year was literally back-to-back tweets in my timeline, the first of which was Clarence saying, all right, just focus on the future. You can do this, Clarence. Just focus on the Twins' future. And the very next tweet was Aaron Gleeman saying, Buxton is going to miss two and a half months or something. Like that. <laughs> 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 oh. 
That is a perfect uh, little microcosm. It was just a perfect juxtaposition of Clarence trying to be optimistic and immediately having it. Just, just immediately get my nuts stomped. You are still on Team 2016, is that right? I am. Because you have to be. So where else am I going to live? You don't want to go on Team this year plus two years? It's a weird place to be, i got to admit. As the person driving that bus, it sucks. Um, That's a bad neighborhood. I don't want to live there. Oh, it's the worst neighborhood. Yeah, it's it's a bad neighborhood. Okay, well, if we want to stay slightly optimistic, um, again, just sort of paying attention to Twitter tonight, I know there was a spring training game. I feel like uh, the state collectively has a pretty big bucks chub right now. Is that right? Two doubles. Two doubles against some pretty solid Big Ten pitching. <laughs> <laughs> some pretty, you know, pretty good Big Ten pitching. I, felt, I don't. I didn't get to watch it. I. We I know people. Those weren't even the best gopher pitchers. I mean, they weren't even the best three. So the top gopher pitchers all pitched last weekend. That's the way college baseball yeah. works. I mean, people. I don't. Not a lot of people follow college baseball. I don't think, but people know that, don't they? That the best pitchers pitch Friday, yeah, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. You line up your good starters Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then on Tuesday you play St. Thomas or something like that. Yeah. Are they already in the midst of that out. rotation, though? Well, that's already. Yeah, they've already set that. I'm sure they've played. We're probably ten games already. Have they? Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I so that. on. On a Wednesday, you're not; those guys weren't ready to go. I'm okay. sure they didn't pitch. So right? on some pretty okay fifth or sixth best on a D1. Well, they're still Division One college pitchers, but they're like the third or fourth, the fourth or fifth best at at best on the team. So this is like we're no. just squeezing our eyes, trying to maintain this Bucks chub, even in the face of Bucks knowing. Doesn't have that to apologize. Is- he hit off the guy they put in front of him. You didn't have to, you don't have to apologize for that. What do you want him to do about it? I mean, that's the guy who was on the mound. You want him to not right. hit a double? Is that what you're saying? That's, that's what I'm saying is he doesn't have to apologize for shit. Bucks jobs. Got... Yeah, I feel like we need to get a sounder. We should get Bucks a sound bar. <laughs> I want them to cut Aaron Hicks and Jordan Schaefer. And who's the third guy? Robertson? Shane Robertson. Robinson? Harris is like fourth grade. Cut them all. All four. The top four guys. Robinson makes David Eckstein look like a WWE wrestler. <laughs> he, he's just a little tiny peanut. He's he is such tiny, a little guy. He's ever. <laughs> yep, put him in your pocket. Carry him around. My God. He's fucking this organization. Unbelievable. <laughs> so many years to get it right. I mean, we are like the most patient, like... It's fine if you suck for like a half a dozen years. Can you imagine if someone gave you the ability to just be terrible at your job for the next five years? Like, it's okay. If you get it right, we'll forgive all of it immediately. Like, immediately. You go, nah. Shane Robinson. Here we go. You want to you wanna know my favorite part of the whole, the whole game tonight? So they launch into... It's the first broadcast of the year, and the broadcast is using the radio feed with Corey Provis and Dan Gladden. 
And they launch into the introduction about how the Gophers are playing the Twins for the first time since 1987 or something like that. And Dan Gladden starts going on about how this will be a great chance for these kids, meaning the Gophers players, to see some of the guys that they followed, maybe their heroes, maybe guys they have baseball cards of. And then they go into reading the Twins lineup, all of whom <laughs> would be freshmen in college, most of whom have not even played in the major leagues. It's like their heroes, like Chris Herman, Eric Ryder, <laughs> Jane Robinson. I grew up Nunez. I looked up to Eric Fryer my whole life, man, and I'm on the same field as him. I can't even dream fucking come true. <laughs> Later in the game, Max Kepler got in, who I still think would not. I, I mean, he's like not even high school age yet, right? He's like 13. He's not very old. Uh, he's, what, 21? <laughs> He's Is he that off. German kid? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just—is he a disappointment at this point, or is he still so young? Where we're <laughs> oh, not? he's on the forty man now. He's like nineteen years old. How could he be around so long? Yeah, that much. Not so much age as it is experience. He just walks around the clubhouse going very Esther Lander stupid, and people are like, "What the hell? Why do you want to over the Lander sisters? Are they're like sixty years old? Nobody even remembers them." <laughs> oh, Max. Max. Yep. Yeah, oh, Max. His first name's actually Maximilian, as if he wasn't German enough. That is a pretty German name. <laughs> it is peak German. <laughs> I speak German. Maximilian Helmut Kepler. Kepler. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Well, John, I have one last thing to yell at you about. If you're okay, okay. with it. Um, Man, that, it's a lot of yelling at me today. What the hell is going on with your soccer organization? Which soccer organization are you referring to? Are you the one to? that was about to go on a strike and then didn't, but they're still really upset? Yeah, uh, it was your classic CBA resolution. Apparently, they finally finalized the collective bargaining agreement, so the MLS season, which is going to start this weekend, wasn't delayed, and the players didn't go on strike, and absolutely nobody seemed happy with it, which is probably the best solution you could hope for at a time like this, because... The owners obviously aren't going to completely capitulate without a lawsuit. That's how it had to happen in baseball and the NFL and everywhere else. But if the owners are happy with a CBA, you know that basically the players are getting screwed. Basically, yes. at that point, you know the NFL Players Association is involved somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about that on one podcast, and then I ran into a great article this week about how right when the league started, the Major League Soccer Players Association were decided they were going to challenge the league. And basically the NFL Players Association at that point goaded Major League Soccer players into suing the league. It took six years for the case to be resolved, and then the players lost. And the reason the NFL got involved was because they wanted to use it as precedent for their own crappy bargaining strategy. So basically... Not only is the NFL Players Association bad enough that they have the worst labor contract in all of professional sports, they actually have made it worse for almost two decades <laughs> for soccer players association people just well, they because sound, they got involved. They sound like a scout. They, they're like soccer was like the Mikey life cereal of for the NFL. 
you guys try it. See, and then yep. they lost, and it's like <laughs> telling you your little brother to jump off the roof of the shed. <laughs> the canary in the coal mine, if you will. Yeah. So anyway, the season's starting this week as planned, and nobody's happy with the collective bargaining agreement. And a week from now, we can all forget it ever happened. Are you going to uh, St. Louis on Sunday? <laughs> well, uh, unless we miss Kansas City by a fair margin, we're oh, going to uh, <laughs> one city in Missouri. <laughs> that John Denver's full of shit, man. Yep. <laughs> no West, Lloyd. Go West. <laughs> Oh, so yep. Kansas City. Going on Sunday. Yep. Well, that'll be fun. I hope so. Are you going to have barbecue? That is the plan. My hope is that we'll get some on the way into town and on the way out of town. Jack Good Stack. Plan. Jack Stack is the way Oklahoma to go. Oklahoma Joe's. Oklahoma Joe's is Uh Boulevard yep. beer. Oh, what did yeah, you I say, did. Brandon? Jack Stack. He's Jack a Jack Stack guy. I'm an Oklahoma Joe's guy. I think we're both Boulevard beer guys. Well, yes. it's... There's alcohol it's in it. It's so, like the summit sure. of Kansas City. So. Yeah, it's all it's it all over the place. You can't not tour. have it. You can take the tour, John. Very good beer. They got a little tasting room. It's kind of neat little bar in there. Yeah. Nice place. I was actually bummed out at how prevalent Boulevard is. Every bar I went to, that's really all they had on tap. And it's fine beer, but <laughs> oh, it's like it's summit so it's before the they got Saga. It's, you know? not, it's not obscure enough to be oh. good. I want it to Dang, be weird. popular here? If other people have heard of it, it sucks. That's the hipster motto. You know that. I guess. No, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's good beer. I mean, and barbecue, like any one of those in Kansas City are amazing. The only reason I say Jack Stack is because I've been there and my friends are from Kansas City and they say it's great. But they also say, you, yeah, obviously Oklahoma Joe's is an institution. So I'm just mad that I didn't get to go there when I was... When I was running through town, and there's like three or four other places too. So I say, go on an all barbecue diet, and then come back and give us a review of each one of them. That's Ding. my that's like my that idea. Yeah. Let's not let Miguel Sano hear this podcast. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, he's shotgun. Yeah. Uh, guys, I want to get traded to Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play for the Royals now. Oh boy. Um. Good. Well, that's all the rants that I had directed John's way. Um, and in general, I don't think I had, I was hoping to get to some director's cuts for Clarence, um, Clarence's Twitter rants, but I haven't been able to pay attention. Anything you need to get off your chest, um, as of now, Clarence, or should we table it? I'm not good at being proactive. I'm better at being reactive to your stuff. I got nothing. I'll plan it next time. Okay. We'll be good. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm out of things to say. Anybody else? Last call. I think I'm, I'm good. I'm good. All right. It's closing time. Um, we will uh, talk to you all very soon. This has been the Registered Sports Offenders. Go, Paula. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.